this has been a sad week for any fans of Darkwing Duck or anybody who's worked with a legend. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana. And today I'm with, with guest co-host who? Stan Lund. Hey, what's going on, Stan? Uh, it's been a rough week. Oh, yeah, man. We lost the legend, man. Um, but A few we, of them. Yeah, we lost a few of them. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to let our listeners know that um, we originally was going to release What's the Problem? But, um, you know, due to circumstances... Uh, well, we did record What's the Problem already, correct, Stan? Yep. Yeah, we already recorded it, but because of a, of a fallen soldier we had for um, Darkwing, we decided to drop this one first. So we're going to talk about uh, Mr. Jack Ang- uh, Angel, and um, then we're going to uh, review a comic that Stan's been requesting for forever at <laughs> Vogue's Gallery. But first, let's, uh, let's talk about Jack. Uh, Stan, what do you most remember him for? Well, obviously, the the role I associate him with the most is the Liquidator. Yeah, I, I would say Liquidator also, and uh, for me also, because, you know, tra- I'm a huge Transformer guy. Um, to me, he was uh, Omega Supreme, which was a, a, a huge giant in there. Uh, he was also Astro Train. Uh, a lot of, I, I, I don't know how well you know Transformers, Stan. Uh, vaguely wasn't he also ultra magnus he was also ultra magnus but in uh i believe season three because robert stack voiced him in the movie and then uh he took over ultra magnus after that once the series got going back on syndication after the movie um but um astro train was a decepticon uh he was multiple transformers like he was a train he was also a like a space shuttle he could transform into multiple things. So, like, they kind of use Astro Train quite a bit after the movie. Well, they use him a lot during the movie, too, though. So, uh, Omega Supreme uh, was a hard Transformer to collect for uh, Stan growing up as a kid. He was, like, an entire base. And then he would transform uh, into, like, a big robot. So, yeah. Omega Supreme was no joke, man. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, well, Anything else you want to mention that uh, he voiced, man? Because he's he's his list is way too long to name everything, man. Well, we do have another voice we have to mention because in Darkwing Duck, not only was he Liquidator, he was also Malakalo Macabre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Morgana's father. Mor- Morgana's father. Um, but he also did what the Flash. He did the Flash in the Challenge of the Super Friends and Hawkman mm-hmm. in that series. Those are two big ones, right? Yep. Uh, he was also King Zarkon in Voltron. In Voltron, yeah. I used to love and, Voltron, man. And he also voiced Papa Smurf. Oh, I forgot about Papa Smurf. That's a big one. <laughs> That's a huge one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jack, Jack, uh, he did way more. We can't name them all. We're not even scratching the surface of what he's done. Yeah. I mean, at all he's done so much like he was voices and tailspin ducktales back mm-hmm. to the future the animated series bonkers I saw, yeah i saw the real ghostbusters on there too yep he voiced uh, a ghost i believe in the real ghostbusters he was rex one in teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah you know um what was weird about it too though is uh jack's um agent for for conventions was Neary Lemus, the same as Terry McGovern and Katie Lee. And I, I never saw him. I, I don't know if it's because of his age and he just kind of 
calm down from them or, or what else or uh, he wasn't asked or requested. I, I don't know, but I, I never saw Jack at any of the cons the last couple of years, man. Maybe he, it was his health or something, you know? Possibly. He is one of the ones I wish I could have met. Me too, man. It sucks I, I never got a chance to meet him or get his autograph before he passed, you know? Yeah, so uh, who who's the other um, voice actor that passed away? That's a big one for um, you, right? Yeah, the other one that passed away this week was Chris Ayers. Mm-hmm. He was more in the anime scene, probably best known for voicing Frieza in the Dragon Ball Z Kai dub and in Dragon Ball Super. Okay, see, I, I've never seen anything Dragon Ball. Nothing. That is one you should uh, check out someday. I think I you'd enjoy. Know, man. It, it's too much. I'm so far behind. You know, like it's a lot, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I may stay away from it. I may try it one day. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm trying to stick with ones that have like less than like you know maybe six seasons. Like uh, yeah. I saw there was somebody kept referring One Piece to me, and then I saw how many oh, seasons no, they had. No. Yeah. Yeah. You do not want to step into the One Piece uh, arena. There's over a thousand episodes at this point, I think. Okay, yeah. So I, I definitely don't want to touch that. Um, but let's get back to Jack, man. Um, what is your favorite Liquidator episode? Well, I mean, I in terms of Liquidator solo, we only got one, got one. choice. We only got one. Hard. But what's your favorite episode that he was in? period uh my favorite episode he was in period and it's not because of liquidator would be life the megaverse and everything since that is my favorite darkwing episode okay i I will probably go with um maybe justice ducks yeah yeah and a lot of people know i'm not crazy about justice ducks i I do enjoy that one but liquidator's got some good bits in it yeah Dry, uh, dry hard's up there. I like dry hard a lot, man. Uh, for some reason, a lot of his episodes are not coming to my head. <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, other ones, there's uh, there's the uh, Darkwing Doubloon episode. I'm pretty sure he's in that. Uh, okay. Jailbird, obviously, Jailbird, yeah. you know, because of that scene when when Mega Negaduck has his powers and drains the bay. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> And then um, as Malakilo, Malakilo was only in three, I believe. Uh, the two that come to mind is Hot Spells and Monsters Are Us. Monsters Are Us, Hot Spells. I think he was in one more. He wasn't in my Valentine Ghouls or Fungus Among Us. Was he in Malice's Restaurant? Because that's the only other one I can think I of believe with so. Morgana's family. Yeah. No, no, no. Malice's Restaurant. No, he was not in that one. It was uh, only the auntie and Globby, I believe. So maybe Malaklo was only in those two then. Yeah, that's all I could think of off the top of my head. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it's Jack, man. Oh, Stan, I didn't get to meet him, man. Oh. Yeah, neither of us did. Yeah, so but we only... How many uh, Fearsome Five members we got left? We have three what? left, I think. Negaduck. Uh, Megavolt and Quackerjack. Okay. And I know in terms of the free Quackerjack, I think is the one that's getting most up there in age, isn't he? Yeah, Michael Bell's up there, man. He's like 
86, 85, somewhere up there. Yeah, because I think, isn't Jim like in his 70s or maybe 60s? I think late 60s. And I'm not sure how old Dan Castellaneta is. I'm not sure either. But I do uh, know we all, we lost Tino some years ago. Yeah, we lost Tino uh, a couple years ago. Uh, so Liquidator was, uh, he was supposed to have an action figure in the second wave, right? That never came out? Yes, he was. And man, I wish it would have come out. But Diamond Select, if you're listening, we need three figures after Darkwing. We need a uh, Liquidator, a Negaduck, and a Quackerjack. Hey. Give us those three and we'll be happy. <laughs> Actually, about- we probably should mention that. Yeah, about the you know, Diamond Select thing, because yeah, that's we, news. Yeah, that's news, yeah. Uh, we had the Diamond Select. So far, it was just a drawing concept, right? Yeah, but it already looks miles better than the Beast, the Beast Kingdom. Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes that Beast Kingdom, man. It is awful, man. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still praying that, that the concepts will, will just be bad and that the actual figure will be good, but... At least we have the Diamond Select to look forward to if the Beast Kingdom ends up being as bad as we fear. Yeah. Do you still have the Beast Kingdom on pre-order? Oh, of course I do. It's a Darkwing Duck item. I got mixed feelings, uh, Stan. I, I feel like just because it's Darkwing, it doesn't justify me buying it, for especially for the price. You know, um, I have a pre-order. I canceled my pre-order on Entertainment Earth. But then I re-pre-ordered it on Amazon because I have Amazon Prime, so I get free shipping. Right. And, and Amazon doesn't charge, it's like Entertainment Earth. They don't charge you until they ship it. So I have it there just in case I do want to pull the trigger on it and I got mine secured. But I, I'm kind of thinking I, I'm not going to keep it, man. I may let it go. Um, do we have any updates on the Q-Figs, the Mega Duck or the Darkwing none, one? None yet. The last thing that I had heard Mm-hmm. was that they were expecting them to arrive this week or maybe it was last week which obviously that's pretty much come and gone okay yeah so it, it said october right that it was supposed to drop yeah which october email? october's still here we still got a bit more time before we're in november they tweeted Honestly, uh what, what's the real name of uh, quantum mechanics right yeah they tweeted that they had shipped them to the to the retailers or something right uh they had uh the tweet i saw from them mm-hmm. was that they were expecting the figure to come out later that week and that was like whenever two weeks they ago, right? two, yeah three weeks ago oh, we haven't heard nothing maybe you know, they, they came in damage or the, the shipment got delayed i imagine it got delayed i mean from what i hear there's hundreds of ships off the coast with items in them just waiting to pass through uh, whatever they have to pass through. Okay. That might be what's going I ordered uh, a couple of uh, Funko Pops from um, uh, a website in Australia. They shipped it October 3rd, and it has, it's still saying scan in Australia. Like, it's been scanned three times in Australia. It has yeah. not touched the U.S. yet. So frustrating, man. Yeah, that could very well be, be what happened. It's on a ship somewhere just waiting to get here oh my god man i wish my stuff would hurry up and get here all right but um yeah uh anything else we got to update with darkwing um oh Um, well this is not darkwing related stamp but um the the sodas the funko sodas 
the, uh, the you're the, talking about the uh, three caballeros one. Yeah, the three caballeros and um, Donald's the common, but I've never heard of two chases. That's actually kind of cool. But and it's not just different versions of Donald. It's the other two members. That's even the, cooler. Yeah, that's the other cool thing. But I, I got a feeling them third party people are gonna jack them prices oh, up on those yeah. chases, and then um, I got a feeling one of the other two is gonna be even rarer. You know, yeah, so it, one chase will be somewhat common. The other chase will no doubt be like really rare. Yeah, I it's sold out everywhere, man. I, I, I was thinking about buying a case of them, like get six of them. That is exactly what I was going to suggest to you is track down a case. Yeah, I, I was going to buy the best bet. Yeah, I figured like maybe getting the whole case, I have all three and I'm good. Maybe I'll probably have a couple of extra Donalds, but I was like, I could just sell them to you guys to 10 bucks or something, you know, yeah. you guys will take a common Donald. Everybody loves Donald. But uh, I was thinking about getting the case, man. It was sold out on like 12 different Funko sites I know of that had it all sold out. I wouldn't give up yet. Sometimes, you know, things come up, people cancel things, you know, yeah, so. I've been doing that too, going back like every other hour or so and hitting refresh, sold out, man. I was, it's, now, this is not something, uh, Stan, I have to have, but if I can get it, I'll, I'll be cool with it. But if I don't, I ain't going to cry about it or pay third-party ridiculous prices for it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's something I would like to have, but I'm not going to go crazy for it. So that, that is kind of cool, though, man. The three caballeros. I'm not a hardcore fan of them. That's why I said I'm not going to go crazy. Right. Yeah, because then they have another movie first, Saludos Amigos. Was that the sequel or was that the uh, first one? I'm not sure. I, I don't have extensive knowledge on, on that subject. Yeah, me neither. Like, like I said, I, I've seen their movies and stuff, but I'm just a, a casual fan. I'm a casual fan. So, like, when I saw them on the DuckTales reboot, I was cool with it, you know. Uh, but I wasn't insane. I see people on Instagram go crazy over like any three caballeros uh, merchandise that comes out backpacks, uh, suitcases, uh, purses that I've seen with the three caballeros lately for the last couple of years. People go insane over that stuff, man. <laughs> so I am curious, Will, have you added anything new to your collection recently for uh, Disney? Disney or just Darkwing? uh disney specifically since the only darkwing thing i know of that you may have gotten is something you don't want to talk about. about yeah we can't talk about that you know what that is <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's it's my holy grail right it's my holy grail and i refuse to talk about it because i i don't need thousands of people going on the hunt for it <laughs> nope. especially yeah. since after you get yours and i want to track down mine before yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I'm keeping oh. that on the hush. Um, but uh, Disney-related, the only other thing I could think of was I got, like, two Funko Pops autograph. I got another Mickey Mouse autograph. And um, I got another Dumbo, I believe, autograph from Katie oh, Lee. sweet. Yeah, uh, the whole... A... Go ahead. I was going to say the whole reason I was asking is because I got something I needed to complete one of my collections recently. What's that? I got issue number zero of the 2017 ducktales there's the issue zero, uh, zero? yeah i didn't even i didn't that. i didn't know that until earlier this year so i've been keeping my eyes peeled someone <laughs> i finally came across someone selling it for five bucks you know bidding no one else put in the bid so i got it for a good price okay hey there you go man <laughs> yep, so my ducktales 2017 comic collection is complete 
Okay. I, I would say, man, like, I really haven't been, like, collecting anything Disney lately. Uh, I've been more focusing on the My Hero Academia stuff and then, uh, like, a few loose stuff because a lot of people don't know I'm so hardcore into hip-hop. So I've been collecting, getting some of my Wu-Tang collection back up. And then um, there's a, a Biggie Smalls Funko Pop that only uh, 500 were released of. Uh, it yeah. was a Hot Topic exclusive. Um, and I finally got me one. I paid I paid over, over retail, but there's only 500. I expected yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, my local um, Hot Topic only received three. And, and if you want to say they were gone. Well, I, I, I was at work. I had no chance. I saw people posting on social media on the hot topic uh, for my local hot topic Instagram. They were posting the lines and the people were telling them, like, if you're not even the first three, you might as well leave. You're not going to get it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I had no shot. I was at work, but um, I paid like 40 bucks for it. Not bad. And, and, the, and the value of it has been going up and it's going to keep going up because there's only 500 out there. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> but I got one. So that's kind of cool. So like once the people who really want to get it, it's going to be rare, you know, to see it on eBay or uh, Macari and all those other sites, you know? All right. But um, Stan, what are we reviewing today, man? We are reviewing one of my favorite Disney adventures comics called Vogue's Gallery. I like this one. Not as high as Stan. And, and I think if it was longer, it would have still be, it would have been lots more fun. Yeah. But they have Goof Troop one in here is pretty long though. In this, the uh, Goof Troop one in there is actually a really good one. It's, it's, I believe it's the first part of a two parter. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a comic I highly recommend for any Goof Troop fan. Okay. And there, there's a Mickey one in there that's pretty long too, which is also an amazing comic. I mean, that, that issue just has so many great comics in it. Okay, so th there's the Mickey one, the Goo Troop, and, and then the, the small, the short Darkwing one, right? Now, yeah. Stan, I'm going to show you this. This may not mean anything to you, but this was like a big deal where I grew up. Um, that Meteor Man cover or, or poster. Yeah. It was a big deal because to, to where I was living at the time, I lived in the black neighborhood, predominantly black neighborhood. For them, this was a big deal having a black superhero, and then it had like a, a black all star cast, you know, Bill Cosby. Well, I probably shouldn't have said him first. <laughs> oh man, I probably screwed up right there. But you know, it had oh. Robert Townsend, Big Daddy in Kane, Sinbad, Luther Vandross, uh, Eddie Griffith, Chris Tucker was in it. I don't know if you know who Chris Tucker is, but oh, he yeah, had, I know he had, a, he had a cameo. To me, this, I hope people don't laugh at me, but uh, you probably don't know who these kids are. They're not kids anymore, obviously. They're grown now. But uh, there was a, a boy group in there called Another Bad Creation. Uh, oh, never heard of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you haven't. But they had a huge hit when I was a kid. It was a song called Aisha. And then they had another song called Playground. Man, they used to wear these starter jerseys and these starter caps. I used to dress just like them when I was a little kid, when I was like eight or nine years old. I used to dress just like them because they used to wear all these sports clothes, starter outfits. <laughs> Okay, but uh, Stan, man, uh, so we're going to do Vogue Gallery. Who was it written by, man? It was written by Bobby J.G. Weiss. Okay. Oh, again, we got Bobby again? Yeah. Okay. So just really quick, remind the people who just now tuned in for the first time, what else has she wrote? So she wrote the uh, the 
crossover Legend of the Chaos God. She also mm-hmm. wrote What's the Problem, which you'll you guys Here next will see week. Next week. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and get into Vogue's gallery. One that uh, stands. On. Oh, okay. We, oh, go ahead. Also, my bad. We also gotta mention the artist since it's not consume quartery this time. Oh, who we got this time? We have Phil Ortiz. Okay. Yeah, Phil he Ortiz. he didn't really do a lot of uh comics. Like I I looked at his thing, he had like five or six comics, a couple Uncle Scrooges, mm-hmm. a Timon and Pumba, this Darkwing one, and a three-parter called the Serial Gang or something like that. Okay. Okay. I I, and I think I've re- I think I've read the serial one before. It's a short one, ain't it? I think it's it's three parts but all three parts i think are in the same issue okay and for those of you wondering out there this one was in the august 93 disney adventures dennis the menace Uh, on the cover right yeah the The, one you're holding in your hand yeah the live action right yeah i didn't like that dennis the menace movie i don't remember it very much i know i saw it when i was a kid but Aside from remembering Christopher Lloyd was in it, that's about all I can remember. Yeah. I used to love uh, Dennis the Menace uh, cartoon series that came out in late 80s, early 90s, I believe it was. Uh, I, I used to like it, but I, so I was, I had high expectations and I used to love reading Dennis the Menace in the Sunday comics too. But yeah, this movie was not good to me at all. All right, so Stan, let's go ahead and get, let's get into Vogue's gallery. And I got to tell you, I love the opening caption under the, the title where yeah. it says uh, one average ordinary day in downtown St. Canard. So is that what yeah. an ordinary day is in St. Canard? Yeah. <laughs> what we see? <laughs> no, we're starting off with an error and it's an error that is in the entire comic. What color is Darkwing's motor hel- cycle helmet supposed to be, Will? Purple, right? Yeah. Okay. In the it's comic, red. it's red. Okay. All right, so we got Darkwing LP, which is I thought LP's appearance is really weird in that opening uh, <laughs> illustration, and then uh, but what are, what are the citizens doing? They are all fleeing for their lives. Yep, and LP or not LP, but Darkwing is like telling him, you know, we have a a mass hysteria going on in our own hometown. Yep, thankfully no uh, cats and dogs living together though. But what what is LP doing that I said that is so strange? Well, he's reading a book called Textbook Examples. <laughs> I was like, why is he reading that while they're writing and stuff? That's so weird, you know? <laughs> All right, so Stan, take us away. What, what else is happening? What's going on? Because it's a lot going on in the pictures. A lot is going on. Yeah. All right, so ahead. it seems that every villain in St. Canard has shown up. So, as LP says, well, you're sort of right and sort of wrong, DW. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he says every villain is there. And uh, we see Megavolt, we see Tuscanini, Ammonia Pine, Megaduck, Quackerjack. I see Steel Beacon that shot. Yep. Uh, But they're not not quite themselves, though, are they, Will? No, they're they're missing their bodies. Yeah. (laughs) All we see is their clothes. Just the clothing. (laughs) <laughs> their uniforms you know their costumes yeah and uh it's funny because darkwing reacts and he says it's an attack force of zombie villain costumes and he goes right after the ne- uh the naked duck costume first but oh yeah it doesn't go so well <laughs> nope 
because the Negadot costume is hard as a rock. Yeah, it is. It is hard. And then, uh, but they started attacking them too. Like Ammonia Pine, like she shoots a mop at them or something, right? With water. Well, I love, you know, Launchpad's line. He confronts the Ammonia Pine and uh, Quacker Jack costumes. And his line is one of the best in here. Okay, hands up. Oh, you don't have any hands. Uh, okay, then drop your weapons. Hmm, I guess you don't have any of those either. <laughs> yeah, so Ammonia shoots the mop at him and a whole bunch of uh, water shoots at him. And then uh, Quacker Jack. Should we call him Quacker Jack or Ammonia Pine? Hey, we'll do it for we this. We can call him that or we can say, you know, Ammonia Pine costume or Quacker Jack costume. But yeah, yeah he uses his uh, Tifon, his toy Tifon launch pad. Yeah. And then um, launch pad realizes they do have weapons. <laughs> yep. A little too late. Yeah. And Darkwing lets them know that the costumes are hard as a rock, that they're, they're they are stiff. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's a, he he mentioned Goslin about doing laundry. <laughs> yeah, that that the costumes are stiffer than Launchpad shorts after Goslin does laundry, but that gives Darkwing an idea. Yeah, it gives him an idea. He snaps his fingers, and then uh, they head to the laundry mat. Yep. Yeah, and what do they pick up? Well, for one thing, I gotta mention the laundry mat apparently mates clothes smell like posies i think bushroot would be pr- a little proud of that one yeah i saw that on the sign and then they said they had free starch and and ironing too there yeah but and then go ahead i was gonna say dw picks up two bottles of uh fabric softener mm-hmm. yeah so he tells launchpad we get the we get the famous line let's get dangerous you know yep and and, and launchpad's like Scratching his head. What's in here? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And that's when Darkwing reveals it's the fabric softener. And they start spraying uh, some of these costumes. We see the ammonia pine and uh, Tuscanini one get sprayed. And what happens to the costumes, Dan? They shrivel up. They stop moving. Yep. And then next we see uh, the Megavolt and the Quacker Jack one. Yep. Which attack them. Well, Quacker Jack's teeth attack them. But I do have to wonder. Was, that? was it ever established whether the Megavolt's powers came from him or the costume? Because Megavolt's not in that costume yet. Yeah. It has electricity. That's one of the few things that leaves me scratching my head. I always assumed it was his battery pack, but then it was like um, Clash Reunion. It showed that he uh, he absorbed the power, like he got it himself. Yeah. So, so that's when I assumed that the battery pack just maybe enhanced it you know his ability could be that's how i always took it you know yeah so then uh darkwing and um lp i like the 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 visual though when it it says squeal and it shows them riding along sinking on the street yeah though this also leads me into one last somewhat error at least it could be an error what's that because that the front tire of the rat catcher seems to have a bunch of orange on it, even though they haven't done something they're about yeah. to do. Yeah, they screwed up on that one. Yeah, so I, I think so too. Yeah, so LP puts the um the fabric softener in front of the tire, correct? Well, no, the the teeth, Quacker Jack's teeth biting them cause them to drop their spray bottles. Okay. And then when that happened, uh they run over it and it squirts on Quacker Jack and Megavolt and Steel Beak. Yep. And the Eggman that we didn't see earlier. Well, no, Steelbeak and the Eggman get shot by the other spray ball that Launchpad picks back up. Mm-hmm. 
So they they're all squirted now. So yep. we lost. We, so there's only what really one villain left, correct? Oh yeah, the most dangerous <laughs> one of all. <laughs> and, and of course, where is he at? Where is he always at? He's robbing the third national bank because he wants the loot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we see uh, naked duck. Well, we, first we see the citizens running out of the bank, and then uh, Darkwing and LP go in there, and then. There he goes. We see the uh, the naked duck one, but we see somebody in front of naked duck. Yep, an angry man in green. Yeah, they never say his name, but obviously you can tell he's a tailor. He has the measuring tape there, you know, around yeah. him. And we we see we can see a bank teller putting the money inside of a bag. Yeah, um, and he orders the nega costume to attack. Yeah, he orders the naked uh, duck costume to attack, but it gets sprayed. Yep. But it very quickly gets brought back because the evil tailor has his own spray bottle that's been controlling them. Yeah, but then uh, Darkwing sprays it again. <laughs> yeah, and this time LP's ready and takes the the other spray bottle out of the tailor's hand. Yeah, and then Darkwing tells him enough is enough. Where did you get these cheap imitation costumes? Yep. Yeah. But they're not cheap imitation costumes. They're the real deal. Yeah, they're the real deal. And uh, Stan, go ahead and, and tell us what's going on. What's this guy's problem? Why is he so upset? So this guy is the one that makes all the costumes for St. Canard's villains. Mm -hmm. But they're not willing to pay him enough. Now, who does that remind you of, his, this character, making the costumes uh, from, from The Incredibles? Oh, he he's very similar to Edmund Mode from the Incredibles, only she created costumes for heroes, whereas for heroes, he does he it, does for, it the for the villains. villains. Yeah. Of course, he's right, though. What, do you expect him to do it themselves? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, so he, he says he happens to take a lot of pride in his work, um, that they don't even make the uh, outfits for themselves, and he calls them cheapskates, you know, and Basically, he he says he he confesses that he developed a super starch. Yep. That makes the costume stands up for themselves and their creator. With their help, I would have become filthy rich. He says. Uh, so then, what happens next? Pretty much, Stan. We're pretty much at the end now. Well, unfortunately for him, a goody goody duck boy had to ruin everything. Mm -hmm. But DW tells him that he's sure the St. Canard Jail can use his services in the laundry department. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, but uh, then we get LP and he's like, well, so what do you plan to do with this super starch, you know? Well, Darkwing seems to have a good, clean use for it. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's funny. <laughs> it is something he'd do, though. Yeah, his ego. He's laying in the hammock. He has one Darkwing costume fanning him. One trimming the hedges, and then the other one's cutting the grass. <laughs> yeah, doing yard work. Yeah. So that's the end of Vogue's Gallery, a comic that Stan loves. It's really short. It's only like, what, six pages? Five or yeah, six pages? six pages. Okay, yeah, six pages. It's fun, though. Um, Stan, you want to you review it and give it a score? Sure. So for those of you who will be watching next week for What's the Problem, mm -hmm. at the time... I still considered this to be my favorite Darkwing comic. After rereading it, I have to give a give it a slightly lower score than I might have originally. I 
I am giving this one a three and a half. I think if it had been a longer comic, even like 12 pages, mm-hmm. you know, given a chance to really flesh things out, I think it could have been a real heavy hitter. But, you yeah. know, between the short length of it and some of the mistakes, it does bring it down a bit. Okay. How about you, Will? Uh, I'm going to give it a two and a half. Um, I, I think it's hilarious. I think it's super funny. Uh, like I said, with the even with the opening where it says it's an ordinary day in St. Canard, and you see all the citizens screaming and running and running for their lives, uh, we get this. We don't see the actual character, but to see their costumes is good enough for me. I'm very content with that. It's it's a different, you know. This could have been a good episode if it was like an episode in, in the series. Yeah. Um, the 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 errors kind of take it down a notch but for six pages is kind i kind of want to give it a pass i kind of don't because like you only had six pages to get it right you know so i'm kind of torn between on that uh the villain's okay he's easily defeated of course but we i mean he's a one-time comic villain they didn't even give him a name you know so i I, i'm gonna gonna stick with two and a half though it's cool to see all these villains and stuff and the, the concept behind uh making the costumes come to life. Now, interesting fact. Did you mm-hmm. know that Negaduck's costume appearance in this comic predates his actual appearance in Disney Adventures and Ammonia Pine's costume in here predates when she would eventually finally show up in comic form in the Boom series? Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, I thought that was a little interesting tidbit I uncovered during my research. Okay. So in terms of the villain, we gonna rate him? Yeah, go for it, Stan. We don't know his name. <laughs> well, we'll call him the evil Taylor, okay. for lack of a better name. All right. Or, or the villain Taylor, something like that. But okay. I'm gonna give him a two. You know, you give I, him a two? I think. Yeah, I think if he had been flushed out more, he probably would have done more. But we only see him in the last page or two, mm-hmm. and you know he's defeated so quickly yeah um i'll give him you know what i'm gonna back you up on that stand i'm gonna give him a two obviously i feel like he could have been more but because it's only six pages they didn't like you said they, they he didn't get a chance to be developed you know but the the potential is there for him the potential is definitely there making yeah. those costumes and he could have did so much more with costumes he could have had more eggman and minion to make it a little harder and stuff uh but because it's only six pages and they didn't name him, he only gets a two, you know, we can't give him a great score. All right. All right. So that's folks gallery stands. uh, Not your favorite anymore, but it's a good one though. It's definitely good. It's worth the read. Um, If I, I will, I don't want to tell people to go out of their way to buy this issue for Disney adventure for like 15, $20. Because I did look on eBay stand before we uh, recorded and I saw people had it high, but then I saw some people had it for two, three dollars. And then I saw some people had it in a lot. Well, it is worth the money, though. I mean, if not just for the Darkwing comic, for the first part of the awesome Rescue Rangers story and that awesome Mickey story. I mean, mean good truth. Good truth. Yeah. What would I say? You said Rescue Rangers. Oh. Um, I don't know, Stan. I, I think it's worth getting. I just wouldn't pay too much, though. I, I wouldn't pay $10, $15 for one issue of Disney Adventures. 
me period that's my personal opinion yeah but if you can get it for two three bucks maybe even four i i would i would get it it's not a bad issue you know what i'm saying but for for darkwing fans uh, i i wouldn't go crazy spending a lot of loot for it though i, I just wouldn't that's just me though <laughs> all right so yeah that's folks gallery guys um next week we will hear um what's the problem which we originally recorded first which was supposed to uh, come out this week but yep. because of what happened with Jack, we decided uh, to drop this one first. So you'll hear a little of us talking about we don't know what's going to come next at the end of that one. <laughs> which and was you'll the- also hear a Halloween discussion that will take place, obviously, after, after Halloween. After Halloween, that's right. We screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, we can't predict the future. Yeah, we can't predict the future. So we, we apologize for, for that, guys. So you hear yeah. a little Halloween conversation after Halloween. That being said, let us wish you all a happy Halloween. Yeah, now that we could actually do it. Happy Halloween, everybody, and you'll hear it again next week. <laughs> yep. All right, so guys, that's the end of this episode, Stan. For those who are tuning in for the first time, where can they find us? Good luck, Stan. <laughs> so obviously, if you want to see our faces, check out YouTube. Then we got Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google, Pandora, uh, Facebook, uh, Spotify, uh, Radio Public, and a bunch more I can't remember. Mike is the master at this. Yeah, I, I think the only one that I can think of that you miss is Pocket Cast. Yep, that That's, is one. Yeah, I, I don't, we're everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, Google it have, and it'll pop up, man. It'll, yeah. it'll definitely pop up. So we are you everywhere. Any, uh, you got any shout outs tonight? Um, I don't have any shout outs today. You got any you want to give any stand anybody coming to your head? Well, I'll do two shout outs. Uh, the first one is to my buddy Adam Martin. I don't really know if he actually watches the podcast, but he does love Darkwing Duck. Okay. I actually gave him a couple of tapes recently to add to his collection. Okay. And the other one, it's sort of a shout out, but also a uh bit of a memorial but rest in peace jack angel yeah definitely rest in peace man thank you for your uh your contribution to Darkwing, man and in every other cartoon for any fan who enjoyed your work and thank you for transformers as well all right guys so that's gonna wrap up this episode remember uh tune in next week for what's the problem all right have a happy halloween and stay dangerous stay dangerous everybody good night <laughs>